In these day and age, what could go wrong probably will. And if it doesn't, something else happens. When ships were backed up in the port, we get charged fees because they can't unload them. And the clock is ticking. There's always something. So when you say ship happens, I'm thinking, oh, it sure does. We promised you an episode on the economic ramifications of the COVID supply chain crisis. And we will get there, I promise. But first, a quick bonus episode. There's this quote from Leo Tolstoy that he uses in Anna Karenina, and it stuck with me. All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. I'm not just using this to sound philosophical or smart. In shipping, there's only one way for things to go right. Everything needs to tick, from the ship or airplanes to the trucks, the customs brokers, the documentation, ports, and more. But there are a whole lot of ways that a shipment can go wrong. And it feels like in the past few weeks, we've seen them all. But first, I'm Eitan Buckman, freight geek extraordinaire and the chief marketing officer at Freydos, the global freight booking platform. And you are listening to a bonus episode of Ship Happens, the podcast miniseries exploring the global supply chain and what happens when things go wrong. And what can go wrong? Well, I thought you'd never ask. Everything ultimately is, is COVID-related. Yeah, and Shannon, the corona outbreak, the war in Ukraine made worse by a pre-existing congestion uh, overall increase in ocean shipping. The ever given, if one port is congested, you can move somewhere else, but not if they're all congested. Also, there's been like weather stuff and that's bad, but usually you're not starting at a deficit. That's Judah Levine. He runs research and data at Fredos. And for the past year, he has been tracking the supply chain crunch with courtside seats. For those of you just joining the pandemic-driven global freight crisis, here is where it started. June of 2020, there was a real shift to spending on goods as spending on services was increasingly unavailable. There was also stimulus spending, which enabled a lot of people to increase spending. So as there was this increase in demand, we got to peak levels of ocean freight traveling across the seas. And that's not only pushed prices up, but it's caused a lot of congestion, which has slowed things down considerably and caused a lot of headaches to people all across the supply chain. Now, as I've said before, this isn't a freight problem. It's an everyone problem. It's a you problem. We were actually able to reach out to small business importers and exporters who use our Freitas.com marketplace several times throughout the last couple of years and gauge what the impacts have been. When we asked them back in January of 2021, 77% said they had been negatively impacted by disruptions to the supply chain. When we asked them again in June and then in November of 2021, In June, it was about 80%, and by November, it was 93%. So almost everyone had experienced some disruptions by that point. Most of us are so far removed from a ship or a plane that it never occurs to us how it hits businesses or our pockets. So for that, we brought in Sheila. My name is Sheila Stoneham, and I'm the founder and CEO of Power Warehouse. We launched the company in 2020 in the height of the pandemic. We saw the value of weighted wearables in improving your fitness, helping osteoporosis with balance and supporting long-term bone health. But we found that the weighted vests on the market were ugly, they're uncomfortable, and often the weights aren't variable, nor are they durable. Sheila is one of the hundreds of thousands of U.S. importers who saw a market need and rose to it. But doing so during COVID was not easy. There are just so many things that can go wrong, and they all have over the past few years, sometimes at the same time. The opportunity is there was a hole in the market. The challenge is that we're selling weighted goods. So it's no light matter when you're shipping weighted goods during um, a pandemic when shipping has become so incredibly challenging. 
during this past peak season to ship a container from Asia to the U.S. costs more than $20,000 per container, whereas normally that's around $1,500 or $2,000. But as I said before, very few people have freight experience, even these entrepreneurs that start new businesses. My background is marketing. My direct shipping experience was absolutely zero. When we first started, I hired somebody who was a supply chain expert, and then they used a freight forwarder, and then very quickly realized that we had to take the cost out of the system if our shipping was going to cost more because of what's happening you know, around the world. And of course, when you're building a business, it's hard to plan for everything. So we're finding ways around some of the challenges. And then other challenges that come up are in China, we've had rotating closures in some of our factories because of COVID. So the employees are told to stay home and they line up to be tested in the street every day. And then they're told when to go back. We've had and have COVID outbreaks and impacts and, and lockdowns in different cities in, in China, like Shenzhen and, and Shanghai. About a year ago in Shenzhen, there was an outbreak among port workers themselves. So that port had to significantly slow down. But then the ocean carriers will move the, the other vessels to nearby ports. However, those ports are already overwhelmed and congested because of the increase in demand, because of the problems with schedules. And so these things keep backing up upon themselves. Non-COVID-related things, we had the famous Ever Given, which blocked the Suez Canal. And that would be yeah, a major disruption anytime. But under normal circumstances, they would find another vessel either in their fleet or charter one and send it to take its place and try and keep things moving. But when you're in a situation where quite literally all the active fleet is active, you don't have any more capacity to throw out the problem. So any additional disruption has an outsized effect because there's no remedy. There's no other kind of tools to throw out the problem. And just when you think you've seen it all? So the impact in Ukraine, first of all, we have some of the major ocean carriers announced boycotts on handling containers. And for those first uh, couple of weeks, there are a lot of containers you know, that were supposed to go to their final destination that are being offloaded or left at other European hubs. There's also a shift from rail to ocean. A good amount of containers travel across Asia and Russia to Europe. So for Asia to Europe, imports, some of it goes by rail. And a lot of that was shifting over to ocean. That's also puts more pressure on that environment and doesn't allow any break to kind of address the congestion problem, which has been ongoing. There's also problems with uh, inland transport. There's been shortages of labor, especially in the UK, related to, to COVID, both in terms of outbreaks or in terms of reducing the workforce in anticipation that things were going to, to slow down and not being able to bring workers back in time to keep up with things. So when there's a headline you happen to gloss over in the news, a typhoon, a COVID outbreak in some distant port, the way that you read it is very different than the way that Sheila reads it. Oh, it has been incredible. Every time I read about one more situation, I think, okay, what do we have on the water right now? What's coming by air? What is the impact? How do we make sure that we pivot? We normally have our boxes printed overseas and then they're shipped here. Well, there's a worldwide shortage of both corrugate and neoprene. And we need heavy corrugate to ship our product. And neoprene is the foundational fabric of our assortment, our cornerstone weighted belt and our, and our weighted vest. And we need a certain weight of neoprene and a certain texture and coloration. So it's been incredibly challenging. So every time there is a shipping issue, like the Suez Canal issue, we didn't have anything in that area at that time, but it impacted some of our raw materials. There's always seems to be something. 
Despite all this, in just a few years, Sheila and Power Warehouse have built a phenomenal business. They're selling to major North American retailers. They're selling to major fitness programs. But it's an uphill battle. And that battle trickles down to every one of us. According to some, it is a key contributor to the potential inflation that some believe is posed to run rampant. Which is exactly what we're going to explore in the next episode of Ship Happens, hitting your podcast app soon. Ship Happens is produced by Freydos, the global freight booking platform, making international shipping faster, more cost-effective, and reliable. For more, visit us at freydos.com. <laughs>